we continue with the second line. May all beings be free of suffering and all the causes of suffering. Every one of us has experienced suffering. It may be physical suffering, and this we really don't enjoy, and we would try and avoid it. And also mental suffering. This can also be rather debilitating if we sink into mental unhappiness, and especially if this happens for a long time. The suffering that we are experiencing currently has come about due to causes. Nothing happens without causes. And so if we want to remove suffering or reduce our suffering, it's very important that we remove the causes of suffering. And what are the greatest causes of us suffering? Are the five afflictions, our negative emotions and our discriminatory thoughts. Where do most of our external enemies arise from? Due to our afflictive emotions, due to the way we've spoken to people in anger or with jealousy or out of pride. And due to this, we have an attitude towards people that is maybe unfriendly or hurtful, or we make other people unhappy, and as a result, they become enemies. Or they might even be people that quite like us. They may consider us friends or acquaintances. However, we might consider them competition or even consider them an, an annoyance or an enemy. In addition, where does most of our unhappiness during the day arise from? Is it due to physical pain or is it due to our afflictive emotions, our discursive thoughts, our negative thoughts, our discriminatory thoughts, our unhappy thoughts? If you really observe in the day, how many thoughts do we have? And how many of those thoughts are positive? How many of them are kind? As opposed to what our normal thought patterns are, how many of them are negative, unhappy, revengeful, hurtful, in any way negative. And if our negative thoughts are more during the day, then naturally, we'll tend to be more unhappy than if we're happy. If we have more positive thoughts and joyful thoughts and thoughts full of gratitude during the day, then it goes without saying that generally we would be much more happy. We might think that this is how I am. This is how I've been since I was young until I'm now. And uh, this is how maybe my parents were or my grandparents were. And so I won't change. This is how it is. However, it doesn't have to be this way we really are able to change. And if we change, this really can make a significant difference in the way we view and experience life and also have a knock-on effect on the impact around us, on the people around us. It's generally that we haven't changed them because we've just assumed that this is the way it is and this is how I am. Or maybe we do understand that we can change them. However, we are a little bit too lazy we don't really want to change them, or in a way, we actually like the way they are. However, when we experience the suffering, then we don't seem to like the result. These afflictive emotions, these discursive thoughts, discriminations, they are adventitious. What do we mean by adventitious? They are not the natural state of mind. They're not our pure state of mind. Those are just habits that we have cultivated over time. It's like if you have a dish 
and you use the dish to eat something, what you can do afterwards is you can wash the stains away or you can wash the dirt away. Why is it possible that you can wash the dirt away? Is because those stains aren't initially part of the bowl. The bowl comes clean and then we use it for whatever purposes. It gets the dirt, it gets the stains, and then we can wash it off. The same as well. We have this inherent good, pure state of mind. However, we have all of these afflictive emotions. And these afflictive emotions are not inherently part of our true nature of mind. So we can wash them away. We can purify them. Just like we can wash away the stains on the bowl. Where do we start doing this? Is by being aware. Start with awareness. Through the awareness, we start to realize which thoughts are arising. And then when we realize which thoughts are arising, the better and better our awareness becomes, the more and more able we to we able to transform those negative thoughts. And in addition, we're able to transform them much more effectively, efficiently, and much more quickly as they start arising. And in the process of doing this, we start to realize, oh, I don't have to accept all of these negative emotions and negative thoughts. I really can observe them, be aware of them, and transform them. And eventually, as our practice improves, gets better and better, then we start to realize, well, right from the beginning, actually, we didn't have to engage in these thoughts, and they aren't inherently part of our true nature. We can let them go. We don't have to indulge them anymore. And when we don't indulge in them anymore, then what are we doing? We are removing those causes of suffering. We are removing those negative emotions. And then because we've removed those negative emotions, the associated suffering that they bring is also removed. And in that way, it brings a lot of peace and harmony to our mind. Our mind becomes much more open. And naturally, as a result of not having all of these unhappy thoughts and negative emotions, our life is really, really much happier, much more full of joy.